0: This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta, online at AudiAugusta.com. Well, Scott Perel is currently fifth in the Charles Schwab Cup standings as he is preparing to start his 2021 season. It is always a pleasure to welcome Scott Perel back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Scott?
1: I'm doing great, John. How are you?
0: I'm good. How are the holidays?
1: Very quiet, but very, very nice.
0: When's the last time somebody gave you a horrible golf gift? <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, they, they hear we play golf, so somebody says, well, I'll get him this. And it's, you know, yeah. one of those towels with a clip on it or something. Last time, yeah. somebody gave you a horrible <laughs> golf gift.
1: Gosh, I don't know, John. I, I don't, you know what? Everybody that gives me gifts pretty much knows I don't need any golf stuff, so... <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe golf a golf shirt that I would never wear. Okay. Is probably the only thing, but but no, uh, no one's ever given me a towel or
0: no little packages, na- package of tees. Yeah, or, naked, know, lady, naked lady, naked lady tees or anything. Uh, okay, no,
1: no, I've never i never had that. So <laughs> guess did, I'm I guess I'm
0: lucky. Uh, yes, you are. Uh, did did were you up to see the ball drop on New Year's Eve?
1: Yes, I was. Look at yeah. you. Yeah, we we stayed up to see that one.
0: Look yeah. at you! Are you a um, are you a uh, black eyed peas and collards guy?
1: No, we don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that in the in the Pharrell household. Not
0: even I. I not even the black eyed peas. Not even the black eyed peas. All right. No. Okay. Well, no. then, just, no luck, no money coming your way, I guess this year.
1: Oh, no, I guess not. You oh, know, yeah. my, my parents were not southerners, so we didn't ever do that growing up, even after when we moved here, we really didn't know anything about that tradition. So
0: I'm fine with the black eyed peas. The collards are an acquired taste that I don't yeah. know I've acquired.
1: No, I don't believe I'll be acquiring either one of them. <laughs>
0: <so>. <laughs> it's um uh, it's been a it's been a pretty short off season. Uh, have you been working on anything in particular?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I've just been trying, you know, working on my game for sure, but I've, I've gone to a new driver and some new irons. So, um, as soon as the season was over, I started testing to figure out what I was going to play, um, for the upcoming season. So. What, uh,
0: what was the determining factor on, on, on the, let's say the driver, what's the determining factor on the driver?
1: Well, you know, I played a Callaway for part of the year. Uh, last year, and it was fine, but I just didn't feel like it was quite as good as the driver I'd been hitting before and then my my buddy Henrik Norlander found an, an old head of one that I used to play because the one that I played before you know and really loved was you know, it cracked and it was so old and he found an old head somewhere and I tried it and actually that's what I played with the second half of the season and um, you know, and I liked it and it it's fine. I could you know, I probably could play it this year, but at some point, you know, it's going to crack as well. So I figured this season I will try to, you know, start fresh and find something new that I know won't, uh, you know, at least that I can replace if something does happen to happen without having to go to eBay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, so I decided to do that. And I, you know, I, I was a little disappointed in how I hit the golf ball last year with my irons. So, um, I felt it was time to to maybe go back to something more like what what I've been playing in the past when I've had some success. You know, it was hard. I kind of knew even during the year last year that the irons, I just wasn't, they weren't good for me. But, you know, when you win the third tournament of the year, it's hard to pull the trigger and say, yeah, you know what, I think I'll try some new irons. Because then if something goes wrong, everybody starts to question what in the world are you doing didn't you win with those irons but you know those irons didn't win me the golf tournament my putter did
0: so we're uh talking with scott Perrell here on the augusta golf show walk the average golfer through that scott when you're when you're testing irons and or a driver or any sort of club is it a slow process do you know immediately and kind of have to keep hitting it to convince yourself or how does that work for you
1: well, for me, I'm not a guy that changes too often, so it's a pretty slow process. I'm not going to jump into any, anything too quickly. Um, so, f- like, for the driver, I had, gosh, I don't know how many, I probably had 10 different drivers mm. um, that I had out and hitting and changing shafts and changing, um, you know, with all the different settings you can have on all these drivers now, you know, changing loss and, and lies and where weights were and all that, so... It was a good, probably a good week of going through all those, hitting a bunch of balls, and you know, narrow. I, I narrowed it down pretty quickly to a couple that I thought, um, you know, I could kind of tell from the start that maybe those would fit me the best. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then it's a matter of okay, let's pick one, and, and instead of just playing with it on the range, let's play some rounds with it on the golf course where you know, you know, you know where your drives usually end up when you hit them good, or when you know that kind of thing, and, right? And for me, it's more of a, I mean, I think any any driver nowadays, if, you know, if you make a good swing and you hit it good and you hit it in the middle of the face, they're all going to be good. You know, for me, it's which one performs the best when you maybe don't hit it as well as you would like. You know, off-center hits, how do they do? Because, like I said, when you hit it in the middle of the face, no matter what driver it is, it should do what you want it to do. So I'm more interested in, you know, when I get under pressure and I'm playing in a golf tournament, I kind of know what my my misses normally are, and I need to be able to get away with those. Um, so I try to, you know, find a driver that that does the best for that. And uh, you know, and I think yeah, that that takes a good a good. It was a good month before I I feel like I'm I'm pretty dialed in with what I'm going to play at least
0: starting the year. Do you get to a point, And this is maybe deeper than we need to go. Do you get to a point where? I like this. Let me try a few more things, and the things I try have to beat this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely do that. Okay, I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, you uh, just—it's you know—you can stand on the range and hit balls, and you can get on all the track man machines and see all the numbers. But for me, until I get out there on the golf course and really, uh, you know, hit a couple, you know, and compare them, or you at least get out there and hit tee shots that I, like I said, like I know you know, where the ball should be when I hit a good one and maybe where my miss should be when I don't hit it so well. And uh, when you find that, then you just kind of have to do that. And it it takes a while to get a feel, especially if you, like I said, like you're somebody like me that doesn't change drivers very often. Um, For me here in the past, you know, two years is, you know, it's very unusual for me to go through as many drivers as I have because, uh, you know, the tailor-made driver that I was hitting before, I probably hit for a good six or seven years. So,
0: wow, um, yeah. what would the what would the recreational player be surprised um, that you work on all the time?
1: Fundamentals, probably. Mm. I mean, grip, I don't know, grip, you know. That's grip. Yeah, well, more not grip so much for me is more alignment, ball yeah. position. You know, those are things that get away from you pretty easily, especially when you, you know, when you hit as many balls as we do and you play as much as as we do, you know, as professionals. Those are things. If you don't keep a good handle on, you know, little things here or there can make a big difference. You know, obviously, if you if you're not aiming where you think you are, yep. no matter how well you hit the ball, it's not going to end up where you want it to go. So, yeah, ball position and alignment for me are the are the key are the key things. I think for most, I think most pros would tell you that.
0: dude. dude. I mean, in
1: the in the end, unless you're working on a a swing change per se, you know, you you should kind of have a feel for where your golf swing is. That doesn't mean you can't tweak it a little here and there, but most of the time it's, you know, ball position and alignment.
0: Do you, is the mistake, do you move the ball up or move the ball back?
1: I tend to get the ball going a little too far forward. Yeah. So, you know,
0: fuzzy, Fuzzy told me once, one of the main reasons he goes to, he went to the range every day was to find the bottom of his swing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not sure. I mean, that's, That's uh, that's important. I mean, that's you know, when you start to miss hit it, when you you know, and people don't realize that you know, most of the time when they're watching golf on TV, the guys you're seeing number one are the leaders, so they're all playing pretty darn good. Yeah. But ninety percent of the guys out there aren't real happy with how they're playing. So why is that? Well, they're not hitting shots exactly like they want to. So professionals miss hit a lot more shots, I think, than people think. What saves them is their ability to get up and down around the greens and make putts so that's why guys can miss hit shots and still shoot two or three under it's because their short games are so good
0: what was the best shot you hit last year
1: best shot i hit last year wow um i think i had this conversation with my caddy when the year ended trying to remember now what we decided it was hmm hmm play so much golf now john <laughs> <laughs> and, probably the best and... probably the most meaningful shot let's say i'm not going to say it was the best shot but the most meaningful shot probably for me was a long putt i made for birdie in the tournament i won on sunday on number 15 mm-hmm. like about a 40 footer that everybody had kind of gotten a little closer and uh you know i made a good i made a good long putt there i'm trying to remember there was a, there was a shot because because Perry and I both decided, because we, you know, at the end of the year, you kind of go through and talk about mm-hmm. what was the biggest mistake we made? What was the, you know, what was the best decision we made? You know, what was the best shot? Scott, you know, you kind of do that.
0: Scott, Yeah, I think collards and black eyed peas help with memory. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, maybe huh? If
1: that's the case, then I need to get I need to do that. I'm just so. <laughs> saying
0: he is uh, Scott Perrell. Uh Get out there and play well this year. Scott, thank you for saying yes to doing this. And we'll talk again.
1: All right. No problem, John. Thanks.